are listening to the sermon podcast of Covenant Presbyterian Church. We are a community in Madison, Wisconsin, who gathers to worship, to learn, to serve, and to grow together in God's love. Please visit us online at www.covenantmadison.org, where you can find information about Covenant Ministries, as well as links to our online worship services and sermon podcasts. Good morning. Let's take a moment to say a prayer. God, may the words of my mouth offer strength and hope through you this day and always. Amen. Godspell is one of my favorite musicals. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's a musical from the 1970s where the story of Jesus' life and death are retold with a whole cast of characters. And in the eighth grade, I got to be one of those characters. <laughs> My public school put on Godspell Jr., which is an abridged version of the full-length Broadway musical. The costumes are full of wacky wigs and Jesus fishes drawn on my cheeks and every color of the rainbow you can imagine. It's my first exposure and experience with the show, which is rowdy and eccentric and an absolute joy. And the opening song is called Prepare Ye the Way of the Lord. The song goes on to use those seven words again and again to get the audience excited for the upcoming show. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. The 70s classic is all I can think about when I read Matthew 11.10 or when we hear other people read it. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. Who will prepare your way before you? So, as we read this scripture today, we must ask ourselves, are we preparing the way for the Lord? In the scripture reading today, John heard about Christ's ministry and is trying to figure out if Christ is really the Messiah. The idea of the Messiah wasn't a checklist that John could go through and decide if Christ fit the bill. As it was unclear in the Hebrew scriptures and the cultural teachings of the time, where and what a Messiah would look like. A Messiah was a prophet, a priest, and a king. The idea of a Messiah was someone to save the people and usher forth a time when God's justice prevails. Not to spoil the big reveal of Lent and Easter, but Christ did and continues to do just that, ushering forth God's justice in this very messy earthly world. Jesus then goes on to list all the ways that Christ, the Messiah, cares for the least among us. Christ speaks not just of the economically poor, but the marginalized, low-status people of that society and of this society. Those who are blind, disabled, or in poverty, those who are physically oppressed or ostracized, those people are the people who will be blessed, as they will not be offended by Jesus. They will not be offended by his radical love and hospitality, but instead be accepted and benefit from that love. We were given a king who is not so mighty to focus on, quote-unquote, the important people, but we were given a king who cares, who cares for each and every one of us, a king who doesn't care about your bank account or your physical abilities or the state of your mental health, a king who brings good news to all, 
John the Baptist had no idea what a Messiah was supposed to look like, a Messiah who was foretold but not prescribed. For context, Christ and John the Baptist are living under an oppressive government. With John in prison, Jesus describes himself in such a way that although it's a little confusing to read now, it hopefully won't lead to his arrest. By expressing himself in descriptive terms, we're building up to something, something that is beyond our wildest dreams. To prepare ourselves for this fantastic and wonderful person and ministry, we're able to use the Hebrew Bible to lay the way for the one who is to be the messenger. In Malachi 3.1, it foretells this by stating, Look, I am sending my messenger, who will clear the path before me. Suddenly, the Lord whom you are seeking will come to his temple, the messenger of the covenant in whom you will take delight is coming, says the Lord of heavenly forces. Similarly, in Exodus 23.20, it states, I am about to send a messenger in front of you to guard you on your way, and to bring you to the place that I've made ready. Granted, when we look at this translation and we see the word about foretelling a messenger centuries later feels a little counterintuitive, but it's here in the writing for all of us to see. God sent a great messenger to proclaim the Son, the Messiah, priest, prophet, and king. We are so often in different parts of our lives where there are two roads that are diverging. And we must ask, are you the one? In the moments we doubt God and question what is before us, we are just like John the Baptist. We are preparing and waiting for change, listening to God and asking our friends and family, is this it? We are sitting and waiting, and maybe Christ isn't giving us the straightforward answers we want. I read the scripture and I imagine John the Baptist asking, are you the one? And Jesus speaks in what feels like riddles to what should have been a yes or no question. When we're waiting and praying and asking God, we sometimes might get some murky answers. When we're listening for God, what we need to do, where we are called to be and who we're called to be. It's sometimes more than we can see. John the Baptist knew he was called to something great. He lived a humble life that allowed him to listen to God and prepare the ministry for the one to follow. John the Baptist was not going to be the main character of our story. John is called to lead the way, to prepare the people, and to be a faithful servant of God. We're not always called to be the main character of every story we are in, but we're able to act as agents in God's mission. Christ says, truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. To wait, to pray, to listen, we are called to be children of God and patient beings. So what can we do with two weeks until Christmas? 13 days until Christmas Eve. We can wait. We could wait with our eyes on the clock and an anxious skip to our step. We could try and sneak a peek at the next thing in the Advent calendar. Or we can wait in patience and in peace. We can look to the holy mystery that is Christmas and offer time to devotion and prayer, living fully into this time of waiting. 
We can prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ with patience and love and holy mystery. Another song I love in Godspell is called Save the People, and it goes a little like this. When wilt thou save the people? O God of mercy, when? Not kings and lords, but nations. Not thrones and crowns, but men. And I'm here to say to you this day and always, Christ came to save the people. He has come and is still coming. Christ came to save you and me and all of humanity. We wait, we breathe, and we prepare the way of the Lord. Happy Advent, y'all. Thank you.